It's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. And so our, all you fans, and again, player, parents, everyone, just understand, give it a little bit of time, and you're going to see this is just a little bump in the road. There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. And what I told the players is they are the program. Players throughout these decades, they are OU football. There you go, former interim head football coach. This still crazy that Bob Stoops came back and coached OU for a month and beat Oregon in an Alamo Bowl. It's crazy that that happened. But you heard that statement there. Um, program's bigger than any one man. Um, we're going to be just fine. I got no problem. Caleb Williams is entered the transfer portal. Maybe he still stays. He just wants to hear from other schools. Um, whatever. We'll be fine without him. I know he's got a lot of talent, and I know a lot of people are really fixated on that, but we'll be fine without him. I assure you we will be fine without him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we brought up Dylan Gabriel last segment, and a lot of people are saying, well, he's already he's, he's already entered the portal and committed to UCLA. That That is true, but... Uh, under the portal rules and the enrollment rules and everything, if, if Dylan Gabriel wants to come to Oklahoma, he he can come to OU and be immediately eligible. So, there's that situation well, for you. He wants to come to OU. They were he was set to start classes, I believe, tomorrow at UCLA. And um, no. I, where would you prefer to go, Tyler, UCLA or the University of Oklahoma? UCLA is a pretty awesome campus. I went there one time. but um, would Westwood, I, yeah. Would sure. I want to bus an hour every day from campus? I, I, I'm sure that they don't you know, practice at the Rose Bowl. But would I want to play my home games an hour away from campus? Eh, probably not. I'll, I'll just go ahead and uh, uh, come to OU. I, I guess uh, – uh, quarterback development and quarterback success has been a little bit better at OU than it has at UCLA. Yep, that's right. Um, in 26 games, Tyler, Dylan Gabriel has thrown for 8,000 yards and 70 touchdowns. You like that? Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Eight rushing touchdowns as well. That's crazy. That's some pretty big, big numbers there. Yeah, um, he is a left-handed quarterback. Again, mentioned that earlier. Um, oh, you had a you know a decent amount of success with the last left-handed quarterback that they had as a starter, right? So may- maybe OU was just made to have left-handed quarterbacks and we just weren't aware of it. Mm. I guess we'll find out. But they're few and far between. Um have, we haven't had one since high, was there one 
who was the left-hander previous to Hopwell? I don't even know that. There, there was a time, and I, I think this time was about five, six years ago, where there was only like one left-handed quarterback in the NFL. Like that is not really a, a thing anymore. Chris Sims. Well, yeah. Chrissy Sims was a left-handed quarterback. I can't think of the last guy that was in the league though that that was left-handed. I think until sometime last year, um, what's his name? The OC for the Dallas Cowboys. Was oh, Kellen Moore. Yeah. Left- yeah. Kellen Moore was like the last left-hander to throw a touchdown in the NFL until like last season. I think. Pretty funny. Now, everyone is going crazy right now because there's this Fox college football graphic that says, where will Caleb Williams play next season? And yes, Theo Weiss did comment and say Oklahoma. And, I mean, that possibility is is still out there. That can still happen, absolutely. I just... I just I find it really hard to believe that he's going to be at OU next season after everything that that's happened. I I would definitely yeah. side with you and the the decision to enter the portal was official today, but yeah I I'm sure the the decision to enter the portal was was made uh, long before today. Yeah, yep, that's right. Um, probably as soon as Lincoln Riley left, I. I think there's a good chance that he ends up at USC with Lincoln Riley. You know? Just to kind of cement that thing. And Lincoln probably said, play out the rest of the the year with the, the Sooners and take your time and and we'll we'll get to that whenever we need to get to it. That would be my guess. Yeah, okay. Um, why didn't he just immediately enter the portal and, and go to SC after that decision was made? Well, just to I guess to play in the Alamo Bowl final game yeah. with the with his teammates, yeah. probably a um, saw the firestorm with Lincoln maybe and wanted to wait, or maybe Lincoln told him to wait. I don't know. Well, I mean that's that's what's like so unfortunate about college football now is like well. Okay, well, if he was going to go to USC, then why didn't he just leave in the first place? Like, why did he stay for the bowl game? Getting guys to play in a bowl game is so hard now that that when they actually do, it's like, oh, but there's got to be a catch to this. What's the catch as to why he played in the bowl game, you know? Yeah, I don't... But I think that you're right. He was probably just trying to be a good teammate, finish out the year, and and all that. Right. Yeah. And, you know... Maybe there's something that we find out. I, I, I can I can I can find a conspiracy theory in, in as to why a guy didn't play, but it'd be hard to find one as to why a guy did play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Text line says I'm an advisor at UCLA. Football practice field is on campus. On game day, it's a minimum hour and a half to sometimes two hours to get from Westwood to the Rose Bowl. By the way, UCLA started classes today. Today. Well, well. um, It is an awesome campus, though, but the uh, two-hour bus ride, no thanks. No thank you. I kind of feel bad for them. They they thought they had a really good quarterback transferring in, but, dang. Sorry. Well, um, I'm... I, you you said it last hour, or I like you called like it was going to happen. I just asked you, is there a possibility that we find out who OU's next quarterback is in the portal before Caleb Williams officially makes his decision? You said yes, and I I, I think that that is extremely accurate. I 
I, I guess you don't really I, I didn't really know at the time and thinking about it more, I don't think OU is just gonna sit around uh, you know, and just wait for Caleb just to make his decision. I I think he entered the portal and they're gonna say, Okay, you do your thing, we're gonna do ours. We're gonna go out there and, and find our next uh, transfer quarterback. That's how we're gonna handle it. We're on to Cincinnati. Yep. Okay, that's what's going on uh here. We're moving on. And, uh, yeah, I think it'll be announced before Caleb Williams picks his place. Heck, it may be announced before we get off air of the show tonight, Ooh, Tyler. That would be something, wouldn't it? I'd love yeah, that. It is still only, what, 3.15 West Coast time, so it'll take a couple yeah, they're hours. Just now, they're but... just now getting up out there, I think. Mm-hmm. Got to go catch a, a nice little set out at Malibu. Um uh, Maybe go have some overpriced lunch and then make an announcement later. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, good news today, though, guys. There, there were there was some good news. Todd Bates reportedly leaving Clemson to come to Oklahoma. He was the Rivals Recruiter of the Year back in 2019. He is 38 years old, and a lot of people are saying that this is a home run hire because he was a oh, yeah. the, the recruiting coordinator at Clemson and, and a really good one. Like I said. Re- Rivals Recruiter of the Year back in 2019. Seems like this guy really knows what he's doing. This this is big time. No, I I agree 100%. Um, he's recruited really well. He's developed really well. I think this is the guy that Venables had his eyes really set on the entire time. Um, now I don't know that it was always a guarantee that he was going to be able to lure him here. Uh, I think that was his initial hope, and it seems like maybe, not that it fell through, but maybe there was uh, some hiccups in that, but um, I'm, I'm stoked that he, he's getting the guys that he wants here. Just one more spot to fill. We got a full uh, coaching staff, and we can head off into um, winter and spring football, Yeah, start developing. By the way, our advisor at UCLA saying that, uh, yeah, class has started today, but the last day to enroll for the winter quarter at UCLA is January 14th. So there's there's that. There is nice. you know a deadline coming up there, I guess, at about a, what, two-week stretch or so. Uh, one thing that uh, Parker and I were talking about earlier is, you know, the, the one thing that we were all just so sure that was going to happen with the Brent Vittables hire is, well – you're about to get a lot better defensively, and maybe you even become elite defensively again with Brent Venables. Well, to get you know to be an elite defense, you got to have elite players, and the credibility that they have right now with defensive players, you know, out on the recruiting trail. I mean, Brent Venables alone will you know really does it for you and is a massive improvement. But if you throw out Todd Bates too, man, that has a history of getting guys like. Brian Breesy in and uh, being a recruiter of the year just a couple of years ago. You've got a level of credibility maybe on the defensive staff that hasn't been there for the past couple of years with these two guys. Yep. Yep, that's true. That matters. Recruited at a super, super high level. And, you know, you know that they've already developed some of those relationships with the younger, uh, you know, your future classes and some of those big players that are up-and-comers in those those future classes so um and not just future classes but also guys that maybe didn't go to clemson and went elsewhere and didn't like their decision and want to go play for venables or Bates at oklahoma so i 
Like I said, I still think that there's a chance that our roster fills out with some transfer guys coming in. OU went from Tech North to Clemson West. Which one of those do you think would sit better with the fan base? Well, considering Clemson has won more uh, titles, has Tech ever won anything of note? Tech's never even they never been, won a Big Twelve. Tech's never even been to a Big Twelve championship game, and I don't like. Maybe they they won the Southwest Conference way back in the day, but I, I can't tell you what year that happened. Um, no, I mean basically to answer your question, they won eleven games one time with Mike Leach in two thousand eight, and uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Won eleven games and got absolutely pummeled in Norman that. Uh, that year, right? Yeah, and I think uh, they lost their bowl game that year, too, in the Cotton Bowl. So and still yeah. didn't make the Big 12 championship game, right? Uh, no, no, that was uh, OU in Missouri that made the Big 12 championship game that year. So, yes, it is an improvement to go from Tech North to Clemson West. Uh, Clemson did, you know, have the right idea on how to win a national championship. Tech just tried to out-finesse everyone. So if you're looking for more reasons as to why – that this was a blessing in disguise, we'll use that one as another reason. Yeah. Um, good stuff. I feel good about it. I still feel good about it, Tyler. Uh, I like our chances. Next year, we're going to win the Big 12. In 2023, we're going to win the national championship. Woo, I'm still sticking buddy. to it. Let's get a tattoo already to beat the rush, you know? Yeah. Might as well. Let's go. What's the, what's the what's the weight? I guess the only thing is, do we I, we don't know who we're going to beat in the game, so it's hard to go ahead and tattoo the final. Uh, well, yeah, leave, we do. It'd be Alabama. Leave that place blank, okay? We'll we'll get everything else tattooed on. Just leave one place blank after the game. We'll we'll just fill in the opponent there. It'll be Alabama or Georgia, most likely. Maybe Ohio State, but only those three. USC? No, no. Mm -hmm. Can we stop with the USC's about to be back and be good? Like, man, I saw it. I don't even know why I clicked on this. There was some crap article that I read today. Oh, who's going to be the top 25 in 2025? I don't know why I looked at that article and thought that I was going to become smarter for reading something like that. But, of course, uh, both Texas and USC were ranked higher than OU in their prediction of what the top 25 in 2025 <laughs> is going to look like. Give me a blank and break on that. OU and Texas, they haven't been better one year. Or USC and Texas, they haven't been better than OU in one year in the past decade. God, it's so annoying. When is the last time Texas was higher than Oklahoma in the postseason poll? 2009, I believe. That's it? I, yeah, I, I believe that that's the case. The only other time it would have been like 2014 maybe or something like that, but that's so funny. And, I, you know, I, I can sense this from ESPN. I, there's been this big push to, like, talk up this Lincoln move to USC, and it's got to be to try and engage the fan bases out west, right? Is, is that what's going on uh, here? Teddy, they had, like, college game day was airing live from the Rose Bowl, and Muleshoe is on with them for an interview. Like, why? Like, his team is not playing. His team didn't even go to a bowl game. Like, why not get on someone else that's actually relevant in the football games this weekend? Why are we talking to Muleshoe, who, you know, hasn't coached a game in over a month? It's annoying, man. But, yeah, you're right. That's what they're trying to do. 
Yep. Yep. They've got a big group of people out there that have not watched any college football for a long, long time. They're trying to change that. All right, uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on next. Stay tuned. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're home for Sooner fans. This is Teddy Lehman on behalf of my former Sooner teammate, Josh Tucker and Roof Tech of Oklahoma. They guarantee the highest quality workmanship in the roofing industry that you won't get anywhere else. RoofTech is fully insured and regulated by the Oklahoma Construction Industries Board. So if you need help with your roofing needs, call RoofTech today, 405-703-4245. That's 405-703-4245. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. The world is full of anchors meant to keep you in place. But the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them. So every time you raise a Pacifico, let it be a reminder to live life anchors up. Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510 today. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro where we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And TJ Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I feel like there is a story to be told there about how the other eight reindeer cope with the sudden fame of Rudolph. 
all of a sudden he's the star and these other eight reindeer who had been getting the job done for years and years and years are just a line in the song and that's it nobody cares about him anymore it's all about rudolph that's true i want to know like after this what has happened to donner and blitzen and vixen and all those guys it's not a bad idea actually no it's a brilliant idea thank you (laughs) t-row and tj on the home of sooner fans the ref sports radio network Was the visor moment planned, Coach? Not at all. I got to thinking, I hope Brent's still around here. Actually, when I started up the steps, I asked somebody to go find Brent. And I just thought, why not? You know, this is a perfect moment. Show the players. Nothing's changing here. We just played well. Take my visor off, give it to Brent, and let him roll with it. He's going to. Although I think Brent's more of a hat guy. But that's okay. (laughs) Final hour, fun moment today on the T-Row in the morning show. Bob Stoops hopped on. Yeah, that visor moment, as you can imagine, not planned. And that's not surprising because, like, Bob Stoops doesn't seem to, like, he doesn't seem like the guy that would plan something like that. It was brilliant. It was awesome. It was the, you know, best moment of the entire Alamo Bowl. But Bob is kind of the spur of the moment type of guy to come up with something like that, not plan it out. Right. Yeah. Um, that was so cool. Coach Stoops, um, just the whole situation was so awesome. So thrilled to have been there for it. The game was fun. Um, the the atmosphere at the game was awesome. Seeing the, the fans show up down there and, and the numbers that they did and Every single person stayed all the way through the the final ceremony. Coach Venables getting up there and, and what he said was awesome. Loved it. Loved all of it. And, you know, there's a lot of guys from, from that team that are moving on, uh, off to the NFL, some transfers. I mean, it's it's going to be a – the, the roster turnover is going to be large for Oklahoma after this year. Yeah. So the the next the next key is development, man. We really got to develop our our roster, the guys that are there. By the way, Kendall Thompson is the last left-handed quarterback to play in a game for OU. Um, oh, okay. I think we all remember that game, right? The 2013 Bedlam game. He, I can actually remember his last throw. Was it? It was an interception. The go ball down the uh, <laughs> OU sideline, which they told him not to throw. He did anyway, and there we go. <laughs> This is history. Let's get to the uh, Air Cover Solutions text line. Andy in Broken Arrow says, At the conclusion of the Alamo Bowl, Caleb was running around the field, blowing kisses into the stands. I told my mm-hmm. 17-year-old son right there, he is saying goodbye. He already knew it. Yep. I've, I've heard a couple of people point that out. And, yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe that is um, 100% true. It would make sense. He was uh, he was sure playing it up to the crowd, which is that is kind of what he does, and that's why so many people like him, I guess. But yeah, I I don't know. He, I'm I'm guessing he knew then, probably just so. like Lincoln Riley knew that he was going to go to USC. 
Uh, Caleb Williams has probably known that he's going to go wherever he ends up for quite some time now. Okay, um, what's your theory on this? He announced it today, and I'm with you. He, he probably knew way before this that he was going to enter in the portal. Um, did OU know before today that he was going in, into the portal? Uh, yes. Okay, so with that being said, then if we hear, like, I, I do think that there's a, a decent chance that we hear something quick on a portal guy with OU because they probably didn't find out today. The rest of us found out today, but maybe OU has known about this now for two, three, four, five days, however long, and I'm going to guess the moment that they found out, they started reaching out to some guys. So yeah. it's I, I don't... I don't think it's a situation where OU is just now calling guys to gauge interest. They're probably a lot further along than any of us realize in that, in that whole process of getting their next quarterback. Right. Well, and I also think that, you know, I, I think that their feelings have changed on this thing as well. Like, because pretty early on, you know, I, I – I had talked to one of the coaches, and he felt pretty good. Had had an extended conversation with Caleb, extended conversation with his family. Um, you know, felt pretty good about how it all went, and and liked the chances. And you know, I, obviously, as things have moved on, that's that's not where it is now. You know, it's it's gone to a point where he's in the transfer portal and. My guess is they had a pretty good inkling sometime between when they thought it was going good and now that things had turned. And what made it turn? I don't exactly know, but it seems as something did. Uh, I mean, I could venture a guess as to what happened. <laughs> I don't think it'd be. I don't think it would surprise okay. a whole lot of people. I mean, if we're sitting here guessing, and um, I guess. I don't really hate to accuse someone of cheating that's in the SEC, but I'm whether it be USC or Georgia, somebody said, "Hey, uh, we've got a unbelievable NIL deal waiting for you if you enter in the portal and come to our school." Because I, Teddy, that's how I believe right. college football operates these days. Yep, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I don't know. I don't know how in the world. Uh, it's just it's just crazy, and I thank you to the NCAA for mucking this whole thing up to where like there's there's no kid there's no player in college football that is a big enough star that some company's going to pay him that much money for a uh, to do commercials for him. There's just that that player does not exist. So. It's all funny money that they've created a way to get it to the players. It's not driven by supply and demand and, you know, businesses wanting to use that likeness for a way to really cash in and, and drive their sales. That's not what this is. Nope. Like, if that's what it was, I would be happy about it. I'd be fine with it. But that's not what's going on. We've created a system where they can pay these massive amounts of money for a guy to do who knows what nothing really i guess yeah no that i mean that's they they funnel their own money to these athletes or get other donors or businesses to funnel an athlete yeah, yeah yes that's that's totally happening yeah 
Yeah, I, I, and yep. some athletes, I'm sure, are generating some revenue for some businesses out there, but anyone that's getting paid $2 million to go to a school, like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, that's not realistic. That doesn't happen. But I, I do right. believe that that's what's going on here. Don't we all kind of realize that that's what's There's going no on here? We all we all know what's really going on here. Someone's going to funnel Tyler, them a uh, multi-million dollars. We talked dollars. about it. Yeah, we talked about it the very day this came out that it was going to be okay. I remember having a conversation with you that well, who's going to set the market price? Like you can pay someone whatever you want to pay them. All right? There there's there's going to be no end to this thing. Take a picture with this, you know, this coffee cup for our local coffee brewery and We'll pay a hundred thousand dollars a month, or you know, whatever numbers they are. It's just stupid. Whole thing's ridiculous. Yeah, but nonetheless, we're here, and we know how it happens. Once these things, once the doors get opened, it's almost impossible to ever stuff everything back in the cupboard. Yeah. Well, the teams that have been cheating forever—they are like they're in the best position out of anyone oh my to God, take it's advantage the thing of this. That's ever happened? Yeah. They're yeah. Uh huh. They're they're in the best situation to take advantage of this crappy situation. It's like, oh my God, we used to have to work really hard at this. Now it's the easiest thing ever. Yeah. Set up an LLC. It's all legit. Let's go. And that's, I mean, there's a lot of things that I hate about that, or hate about this, but that is what I really dislike is, you know, some teams are just not in a position and, and really not willing to just outright kind of bend the rules and cheat like some other schools are. Like, for instance, I don't, I, I don't know for sure if Georgia's offered Caleb Williams $2 million. Now, it wouldn't surprise me, and there's a lot of, you know, rumors out there that that is the case. I just don't believe OU's ever going to be one of those schools, Teddy, that is going to offer $2 million for a kid to come in or for a kid to stay. Like, I don't think that they're going to operate that way. I don't – right, and I don't want them to be. I don't want them to be a a school that does that. I don't want them to operate that way. Now, there's things that I want them to do and things that I want them to capitalize on and some NIL stuff is is fine, but I don't I don't want to be a school that just is paying these huge amounts of money to get guys to come here. I don't want to be that. Yep. But you know, at some point you may have to make that decision if you want to be competitive at the toppest echelon. Well, that may be a choice that you have to make. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. A couple of segments left here in the final hour. Stay tuned. You love the Sooners. And we love talking about them. Keep it dialed in to Sports Talk 99.3 FM and 1400 AM all season long with The Rush. Weekdays from 2 to 6 PM with a Buckus Award winner and Sooner sideline analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. The Rush. Think about the last time you moved. Remember how you said you'd never do it alone again? We know moving is tough, but at Two Men and a Truck, we make it easy. No matter the move, big or small, we'll make it a smooth one. We're the movers who care, and we'll prove it with our full-time employed background-checked movers. We're local and affordable, and we can help at a price that won't make you wish you'd done it on your own. For home and business moving, call the movers who care. Two Men and a Truck, 405 405- 
708-708-7707. Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. Big Boys Guns, Ammo, and Range is Oklahoma's largest family-owned, climate-controlled gun range. Shop our huge selection of new and used firearms and try before you buy with any of our hundreds of rentals on site. Big Boys Guns offers private lessons and classes for all skill levels at our 24-lane gun range with distances up to 25 yards. While you're there, ask about our many services such as appraisals, cleaning, board siding, and more. Just three miles west of Will Rogers Airport or at BigBoysGunsAndAmmo.com. Pizza Hut has put a full-court press on your game day needs. Let us feed your team with one of Pizza Hut's big dinner boxes. Start with two oven-fresh one-top medium pizzas, then add five breadsticks or your choice of pasta or delicious wings. Or go wild and add a third medium one-topping pizza. Finding yourself in more of a one-on-one situation? Then our any pizza offer is for you. Get a large pizza, up to five toppings for just $11.99 when you carry out. Pizza Hut, the official pizza of the Sooners. Hello Cleveland County and hello sports fans. I'm Randy Gardner, President and CEO for Cleveland County Habitat for Humanity. I'm super excited by our newest grant through the Oklahoma Community Cares Partner Program. Why am I so excited? This grant allows us to help people and we love helping people. Do you have more questions and answers about managing money? Do you often wonder how you're going to pay your monthly bills? Do you find yourself making tough decisions, diapers or rent, food or utilities? Through this grant, we are developing a no-cost financial literacy training program. Want to learn more? Visit cchfh.org. Are you looking out the back window and you see missing panels on your fence? Perhaps your fence is leaning over or being held up by a 2x4. It's time to call Van Hoos Fence, the metro area's premier residential and commercial fence company. Van Hoos delivers professional craftsmanship at an affordable price. From custom orders to prefabricated products, Van Hoos does it all. Call them today, 405-735-1167 or see their work on vhfence.com. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. The law firm of Ward & Glass has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Ward & Glass has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Ward & Glass at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit us online at wardglasslaw.com. Javante Barnes headed to Norman. 
And following in the footsteps of another Las Vegas native in DeMarco Murray, who is the running backs coach there at Oklahoma, just like him, you're going from Las Vegas to OU. What role did he play? Well, he just played a big role. Um, he's been staying on me ever since he was at Arizona, and uh, I knew it was something special over there at OU. Um, he was just like me, a West Coast kid that um, his top two schools is USC and OU, and he ended up choosing OU. I know it was something special over there that made him choose it. Javante Barnes, Boomer Sooner, thanks for sharing with yes, us. Congratulations. Not all bad news. Oh, you picked up a couple assistant coaches today. Todd Bates being one that was Rivals Recruiter of the Year in 2019. And over the weekend, four-star running back out of Vegas, Javante Barnes committed to OU. Six foot 190, picked OU over USC and Florida State. Four five three forty is what he was clocked at. Pretty good running back. Definitely helps that uh, running back core going into 2022. But the conversation today is Caleb Williams entering in the transfer portal. And this is a good text on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I agree that Coach V and Joe C had advance noticed. Otherwise, they wouldn't have had their statement ready to release so quickly after Caleb's statement. And that's right. Like, oh, you released a statement. What was it, like five minutes after the announcement? Yeah. If that long. Yeah, they knew it was coming. They knew it was coming. They knew it was going to be uh, right away. Um, they're going to have it ready to go to put out there right away. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that they no doubt have. It's, it has to have been one of Brent Venable's, you know, first and foremost things to tackle since he got the head coaching job is who's going to be our quarterback moving forward we got to do everything we can to keep Caleb Williams here and so I'm sure that that's been right maybe not a daily discussion but as much of a discussion as you can without being like really really annoying to the kid and the family right but um, you've got to figure something out moving forward so you can put yourself in the in the best position moving forward and I think they've done that now <laughs> Mike says, if Caleb leaves, I'll never eat another Schwab dog again. I, I feel bad for that family. Uh, if, if I mean, you and I both think he's going to leave. That can't be good for the Schwab dog company. Well, yeah. How many Schwab dogs do you have to sell to pay off a $2 million NIL Jeez. deal? Um, well, they sell them at most stadiums, I'm guessing, for around 7 bucks. So you could probably get there a lot quicker than you think. Yeah, probably so. Um, I don't know. I, I'm i not a fan of how this has gone down. I didn't like any of the stuff down at the Alamo Bowl. You didn't have a problem with it. You thought it was all fine and just kind of how you handle things this day and age. But um, I don't know. I, I want a quarterback that wants to be here, and the number one goal for them is to win a championship not to prepare themselves for the NFL. Noah says, I'd love to go get Adrian Martinez from Nebraska as a gap year to Nick Evers. Well, um, Adrian Martinez is at Kansas State, but we're also talking about Dylan Gabriel that committed to UCLA. So I I don't know when Kansas State's classes started or when their enrollment deadline is, but I, I, don't, know, I, I don't think Adrian Martinez is going to be – you know, one of the first guys that they think of for a transfer quarterback. Just me. No. No. Are you talking about, like, after the Gabriel kid? No, I'm talking about right now. Announces, like, who's the next guy? No, talking oh, about okay. yeah, this offseason. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would expect to to see an an announcement for OU um, with the transfer quarterback situation tonight. Tonight, it's going to happen. Pretty quick, woo, buddy. Yeah. Leave your phones on tonight. Teddy's saying that uh, someone's announcing. Okay. Who's he going to be? Yeah. It's going to be the Gabriel kid, nice. and he knows the system. He he can he can he he's a veteran kid. He could teach it to. He could be that guy in the in the meetings for all the younger guys. Show him the system. Show him the ropes. Um, you know he's he's had incredible output production as a quarterback. Uh, was looking at it earlier. Eight thousand yards in just twenty six games. Uh, 70 touchdowns and what I say eight rushing touchdowns nearly 80 touchdowns in just 26 games uh, as a quarterback so and he'll be throwing to the best receivers he's ever thrown to handing off to the best running backs he's ever handed off to um, playing behind the best offensive line he's ever played behind so I like it I like it and guess what he Wants to be here, Tyler. Yep. Now, that's the most important factor. If you're going to build a program, you need guys that actually want to be here. And uh, that'd be a pretty good start for sure. Sean says that he'd rather have your son at quarterback than Adrian Martinez. Uh, someone else says it's just time to bring in <laughs> Gary Busey. I'd be down. Yeah. For, I'd be down for Gary Busey next season at quarterback. He'll be the most wired QB in all of college football. It'd be great. I don't know, man. I don't know. Busey's, Busey's out there. Busey's out there. You couldn't, uh, I, I, you know, you couldn't read his eyes as a DB because they're always like rolling around everywhere in his head. You know, <laughs> if you're a DB, you read his right, eyes, you're mean. like, whoa, 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 what's he going? Where's he going? I don't know where he's going. <laughs> he's looking at the crosser and the deep route at the same <laughs> How's time. How does he do that? God. <laughs> That's great. Okay, that was that was. That yeah, was hey man, I, I'm I'm telling you, I feel really good about the University of Oklahoma moving forward. Bates as defensive line coach still haven't announced who the corners coach is going to be. I love the strength staff. I love the guys that stayed offensively. Love the hire at offensive coordinator and Levy. I love Venable's influence over the program as head coach. Um, I love the guys that he's added so far behind the scenes on the back end uh, trying to get things done. There's a lot of lot of things to be really excited about. We're moving in the right direction as a program to win a championship. Those are the things that matters, not just one player. Yes, Caleb Williams is fantastic and going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country next year, but we're making the moves to go win a championship. <laughs> I read a tweet earlier from Pete Thamel saying, "Yeah, his, his dad, Carl Williams, they they don't have a destination picked out. He's wide open, and he's stressing that preparing his son to be an NFL quarterback is going to be the most important factor." Orlowski uh, tweeted back and said, "Texas, Ohio State, Georgia, Notre Dame, and USC." Texas? What? What are you talking about, Dan? Come on, dude. Ohio State, they got a Heisman Trophy finalist coming back next year. What are you doing? Is he drunk texting again? Uh, I sure, well, I, for his sake, I, I, I sure hope he's drunk tweeting. That's pretty bad. Ohio State? 
Come on. Just had a freshman uh, be a Heisman finalist. Now, yeah, you, you, never, you never want to lose one of your best players to Texas, but can anybody admit it would be kind of fun if Caleb Williams went to Texas for the next two years and uh, OU Let's go. That'd be, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, let's go. I'm down. Oh, let's God. Let's get it. Could you imagine the preseason hype if Caleb were to go to Texas? There'd be people picking them to win the national championship next year. And guess what? They'd still suck. There would be people picking them. There's going to be people picking them to win the national championship anyways. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I know A&M sure are, are. They're going to have to get in line behind all the A&M fans after the recruiting class they put together. Oh, best ever. Uh, we, uh, Coach Jimbo, you finally get to feel in that year, 2022, on that national championship trophy we gave you four years ago. I'm just wondering why we're even playing a season next year looking at all the A&M fans after putting together a recruiting class. Just when you think that uh, wow. A&M and Texas have been beaten down to not be annoying anymore, uh, here's another offseason where they're going to be extremely annoying. Let's get ready for it. Oh, man. I can't wait. They've got to have a good non-con next year or something that they can lose well, Honestly, to, uh, football season just started in College Station in Austin. Everyone else plays football season in September and October and November. That's true. No, 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 no. This is opening day. This is opening day for football season in College Station in Austin. This is when their season starts, the off season. And they always own it. They always win it. They're undefeated. Yep. That's right. All right. Quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap it up next. Stay tuned. When you're on the go, you can still get the best and Sooner coverage on the Sports Talk 1400 app powered by OEC Fiber. OEC Fiber brings you the power of high-speed fiber services right to the front door of your home or business. Find out more at OECFiber.com. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC.